0: Hey friends, welcome to Growth Through Design. I'm Hannah Plourd, your host and intuitive business mentor. We'll talk about how to elevate your business through your unique human design and the inner work required to help you reach your wildest dreams. I hope that this show will help you deepen your self-trust and step into your highest power so that you can tap into limitless wealth. Let's dive in. Oh my goodness. Welcome, 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 everyone. I am so excited for you all to be here. My name is Hannah Plord, and I want to kick off the very first episode of Growth Through Design by telling you all my unique entrepreneurial journey. Because let me tell you, friends, it's been a roller coaster. So, my journey actually started. Way back before the pandemic started, I was working for an outdoor education company and we were working about 70 hours a week. We had to live on property and um, we were working with children, which I loved. I was teaching. I was outdoors all day long. And if you know me, nature is one of my top, top values. Now, this job was fun for the first year or so, but as you can imagine, it wore me down. Now, I am a sacral 1-3 generator, so I have that natural energy to work, work, work. And that job worked me to the bone. I, like I said, loved it at first. It was a seasonal job, which meant that in the spring and in the falls, I would live and work there. And in the winter, I got to do, I had the winter off. Um, In the summer, I worked for a summer camp. So winter was actually a great time for me because as an introvert, as someone with seasonal depression, I just wanted to hibernate. And it was like a dream come true. I just got to hibernate. Now, this job allowed me to meet some of my best friends and the love of my life, my soulmate, Richard. And it's such a blessing, the people that I've met through this job. Now, I worked for this company for three years, and about year two, I started looking for other options. Richard and I looked for other jobs that we could do together. We looked at moving across the country. We looked at all sorts of options, and we even applied to a few positions. Now, it didn't end up working out when we were still at this job, and we just thought this job will be with us forever. We could go back to it whenever we needed to. We could go Travel the world and come back, they will literally hire us back because they were desperate for employees. And this was before the employee shortage. So we felt pretty confident and secure in this job. Like I said, it wasn't the best job. We had to live on property. We weren't paid a lot. We, um, you know, it was seasonal, so it wasn't year long, but we knew we would always have that financial security if we needed to. So that made us feel very comfy. And you know what happens when you're in your comfort zone. So long story short, um, when we failed at finding a different job, I started looking at things I could do on my own. I always had that entrepreneurial fire within me. I knew there must have been a better way. And so I began looking online and I discovered the world of Fiverr and Upwork. And I heard people getting paid lots of money to make websites, to do social media, to sell things on Etsy. And I just became obsessed. So I began my own Etsy shop selling the educational resources and art that I created for my outdoor education um, students. And I sold them through Etsy. So that was my first entrepreneurial. Thing that's actually still exists is passive income. I think I get like $500 a month on a good month, maybe a thousand. Uh, it really doesn't bring me that much money, but I do love the art and I do love helping homeschool families. So I still keep it going. It's called Wild and Growing if you want to check it out. Long story short, this was my first experience as a business owner. I had to learn how to build a social media account. I had to figure out Pinterest. I had to figure out how to generate traffic to my shop on Etsy and Teachers Pay Teachers. And I went to college for environmental science and business management. So I had some business training. I took entrepreneur uh, classes. I took marketing classes. But honestly, nothing prepares you for anything like that until you do the work yourself, until you actually act and do the thing i'm a very um physical learner which means i have to do it in order to learn how to do it and absorb it so the class is telling me this is what marketing is didn't really sit in my brain until i actually started doing it of course things started popping back into my brain so I actually grew my Instagram account for Wild and Growing really quickly. I think I reached a 1,000 followers within a few months. My Pinterest was up to, I think like 250,000 monthly views. And I was like, wow, I'm doing this thing. And like I said, I was only making, and I still am only making about 500 to $1,000 a month. So this wasn't enough money to keep me going. This wasn't enough money to live on. So I began searching outside sources. I joined a few Facebook groups and I realized that there were a ton of people, mostly older women with Etsy shops that just did not know how to use Instagram, did not know how to do Pinterest, did not know how to market their wonderful stuff that they were selling. And so I began helping a few people by giving tips and also just helping a few people one on one. Um, I did charge them, but really not enough money, to be honest, I wasn't charging a lot at all. And it. I honestly didn't think anything of it. I just thought I had this skill. I want to share it with people. And so I did. Now, fast forward to March of 2020. Richard and I are heading back to work at our outdoor education job. Now, at this point, we are both program coordinators. So we are super excited to be the boss, be the manager of the site that we worked at. And we were so excited because we had a wonderful crew this year, this season. And we had just finished doing our um, orientation with the new staff. And we get a call from the head office and that says, hey, I don't know if you watched the news recently, but there is this crazy illness going around. And a lot of our schools have already canceled. So that means we don't have any schools coming for the first month of the program. And Richard and I were like, oh, my God, what do we do? And the person was like, well, we can guarantee the work for – you can just do busy work. We can just do behind-the-scenes work for the first month. And let's just hope that this thing dies down and we have schools that come in April and May. (laughs) I'm laughing because that was so optimistic. We all know what happened Obviously, the pandemic became worse and worse. All of the schools canceled, of course. Who wants to do a field trip, overnight field trip to a camp in the woods where you live with the students and all that? That's just not that's not a good idea. Um, so on that Wednesday, I think they gave us a heads up. Thursday, they said, Okay, this is not looking good. Friday, none of us had a job. And because we lived on property, we also didn't have homes. And so i consider myself a very lucky person my parents have are the best they support me so much but at the time they were moving and so i didn't have anyone to fall back on richard's dad has a very small apartment so we also did not want to move in there because we had two french lap bunnies and so we needed space to just survive and we started panicking i was like oh my god what are we gonna do for work how are we gonna get hired and there's this pandemic happening And my dad basically was like, well, I can guarantee you a job at this restaurant. And of course, that fell through too because uh, the pandemic (laughs) ended up getting an invitation from a really, really good friend of ours who lived in town. She used to work at the property we were working at, but she no longer worked there. And she said, hey, you know what? I've got a two-bedroom apartment. I love you guys. I need you. You need a place to stay. Just stay with me. So it was an open-ended invitation. We did not, we felt so awful taking up her space, living with her. It was not a long-term solution for us. So the entire time we were depressed, everyone was depressed, everyone was sad, everyone was scared, and everyone was washing their hands like crazy, wearing masks and afraid to go to the grocery store. And I was actively searching, there's got to be something else. I remember scrolling on Facebook and I saw an advertisement for a virtual assistant course that was, I think, like $5, because at the time, all these coaches were discounting their programs to help people. So I was like, wait a minute, virtual assistant, you can get paid for doing social media. You can get paid for doing these things. Oh shit, I'm already doing that on a very low scale, but I'm already doing that. And so I, purchased the course, and I learned what it meant to be a virtual assistant inside and out. And within the first three weeks, I booked my first client. And then by month three, I was making $5,000 a month. And I was blown away because let me tell you, I was not making that kind of money at my outdoor education job. And then by month six, I was flourishing. I was thriving. I was booked out, still making well over $5,000 months. And I was thinking, I was on top of the world. My ego was through the roof. But something fell off. Something didn't feel quite right. I didn't love doing done-for-you work. I was meant to be a leader. I was meant to be an educator. And so I talked to my business mentor at the time, and said, what should I do? Should I go into online business management? Should I go into this direction? Should I just uplevel my skills and be more exclusive? Should I hire a team? Should I build an agency? I was going through all the different things. And she said, you know what, Hannah, I don't tell everyone this, but I see the coach mentor spirit within you. I think you would be an amazing coach. I think you'd be an amazing mentor. You have so much knowledge. You built your business in six months and it's thriving. You can help other people do that too. And I thought about it for a really long time and I said, you know what? Let's do it. So um, a really dumb mistake that I made was I dropped everything. All of my clients that were, their contracts were ending. I didn't renew them. I just let them end and I started my coaching business because I thought it'd be very easy to grow, just as easy as my virtual assistant business. And guess what? Spoiler alert, it was not. Uh, I struggled really, really badly to get clients. And I went from making well over $5,000 a month to barely making a couple of hundred dollars months. And I was still working with this one-on-one mentor, and we tried everything. I tried Facebook ads, I tried different programs, I tried everything. When I tell you everything, I, I tried everything. I was working one-on-one with her, but I also was investing in courses, and so I, I shoved thousands of dollars into education, into my coaching business, and I was not seeing the results. As a generator, I was feeling frustrated. I was feeling lost. I was feeling like a failure. My energy was extremely low. And I just, I was like, oh my God, I threw away my successful business for my ego. I thought that this would be easy, but it's not. And now I'm screwed. What do I do? So about six months after that, I think it was in the summer of 2021, I took three weeks off. And I really didn't plan on taking the three weeks off. I planned on taking one week off, but it turned into three. And I was like, okay, I'm not doing anything for my business. I'm not posting on Instagram. I'm not posting on TikTok. I'm not going on social media. I'm not even going to use my phone. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do something that I want to do. I'm going to do what I desire. I'm going to be super lazy, you know, watch junk TV. I'm going to watch Vampire Diaries. I'm going to read books. I read A Court of Thorn and Roses series. So, I'm reading smutty fairy books. And I was like, I will get an aha moment. I'm I'm pretty confident that I'll get an aha moment. Now, I was scheduled to have a one-on-one call with my mentor on Friday. And I told her, okay, I'm taking the entire week. On Friday, I will have an answer for you. I did not have an answer for her. Um, until actually about 20 minutes before the call. During that week that I was trying to figure myself out, I started diving deeper into my human design. Something that I picked up 2 years before and like most people, I got my chart and I said, "What the hell does this mean?" and I put it away. It's it was filed in my computer and I never read it again. I knew I was a generator, that was about it. And so I was like, "Yeah, I can tell you what I am, but That was about it so i started digging more into it i was pretty obsessed with human design on a personal level i was joining rooms on clubhouse just to learn just to hear other people talk about it i was um you know researching it i was following instagram accounts for my personal side and during that week i realized that i was really into tarot i was really into mindset i was really into meditation and yoga and spirituality but I wasn't sharing any of that in my business. I was doing my business as a very masculine energy coach, and that just wasn't me. And for some reason, I was hiding this part of me. I really only talked about this stuff with my mom because she was the only one who understood me. Richard really, he appreciates me. He loves me. He um, will listen to me talk, but he doesn't believe in really anything spiritual. And I never felt like I could share that part with him. And so I just felt like if he thought that way and if other people thought that way, then who would take me seriously as a business coach if I shared that side of me? And even though I know and I followed other business coaches who were doing that exact thing, I didn't feel like it was possible for me. Until that aha moment, I realized I was closing myself off from a huge part of my identity. I realized that I was hiding away something I was obsessed with. And the only way for me to be in alignment with my life and my business was to share what I was energetically aligned with. And that was spirituality. That was human design. So I started diving into human design for business and I started diving into my design even deeper than the surface level. I went beyond the big three. I went, I was, you know, obsessively reading everything, I was watching videos, I was listening to podcasts, and I realized that I was actually running my business completely against my design, in complete resistance. And so I made a couple of changes. I changed my title from virtual assistant coach to intuitive business mentor. I started including human design readings for my clients, and that was it. I started my marketing to be more feminine energy. I included more my spirituality, I included more about human design. I basically turned my marketing from pain point, fear-based marketing to limitless possibilities. And after I took my after my 3 week break was off and I had my business rearing to go and I was excited about it, I started posting like once a week. And now I post every single day, so it's a big difference. But I started posting once a week, and I remember one of my first posts. Someone commented on it, saying, "It feels I feel like you're speaking directly to me." And I was like, "Oh, I have never gotten a comment like that on one of my posts." I honestly, content marketing was something that I just did because I thought I had to do, and I never really felt lit up by it. So I actually stopped doing content marketing. I stopped batching my content, and I just started posting whenever I felt lit up whenever I felt inspired, whenever I felt my intuition pulling me. And I started getting comments like, I feel like you're talking right to me. People were like, wow, I needed to hear this. And all of my comments were just comments like that. And I I actually got more engagement, even though I was posting less, I got more engagement. And so that was my sign that I was doing something right. Uh, about a week after that comment, the person actually signed up to work with me one-on-one. And I was like, holy crap that was the easiest client i've ever signed and then the next week i signed another client and this was in my one on one program it was even bigger and i was like wow this is this is happening this is real okay i made i think like $3000 that month and before i was making $100 500 a month and so i was like okay that's confirmation that this is working and i haven't looked back since now I am thriving. I've got so many wonderful clients that I work with every single day and more people are coming into my world. I have more space to do things that light me up like this podcast Um, and things are great. And I keep learning more and more about myself through my human design. And I cannot wait to share everything that I've learned with you all, because I truly believe that business doesn't have to be hard. Business can be extremely easy. But most people think that it's harder than it really is. And most people make it harder than it really needs to be. And so when you actually listen to your intuition, when you actually do what you desire rather than what other people are telling you to do, you are in alignment with your business and wealth follows. So that is the entire essence of this podcast. And I am so excited to share everything that I learned with you all to inspire, to motivate, to uplift, because that is what I needed during those three weeks where I felt like a failure. And I hope that I can turn that around for somebody else. Now, as I close out this episode, I just am so excited to talk more about human design on the podcast, but I want to be clear. Business success is not from strategy my business when i turned it around had nothing to do with the strategies i still did the exact same thing in fact i did less and i got more so i want you to clear that out of your mind because a lot of this podcast is going to be talking about unprogramming deconditioning yourself from what you think you should be doing and start doing what you just decide desire to do because that's all it takes your unique human design blueprint tells you exactly what you need to do. tells you how to do lead generation. It tells you how to talk to people. It tells you how to um, schedule your day. It tells you how to make decisions. It is so empowering to learn that you are uniquely programmed in this way. And when you start honoring yourself, when you start trusting yourself, the magic follows. So know this. Know that this podcast will talk a lot about mindset. It will talk a lot about human design. It will talk a lot about the inner work that require is required for success in business. Yes, we will talk about strategy here and there, but all the strategy that you will hear in this podcast is based on your unique human design. So if you want to learn more about your human design and you haven't, haven't started, you just don't know where to start, I really encourage you to grab one of my human design reviews, which is a 20 plus page PDF that's custom to you. It's an overview of your human design. We talk about your main human design parts of your chart. We go into your gates, we go into inner authority, your profile, your strategy, your incarnation cross, your centers. And I directly tie it to business and making money. So if you have Looked up your chart and you thought, what does this mean? This review is for you. Go to my website, slash HD review. It'll also be in the show notes. It's just $50 for you. And that is going to jumpstart your breakthrough, aha moment with human design. And it's going to help you just bring in more wealth so, so much more easier. So thank you so much, everybody, for listening to my story. It's been a pleasure and I cannot wait to see where we go from here. Talk to you soon.